This is Julio Cotto from the National Hispanic Institute Home Office in Maxwell, Texas, joined today by President and Founder Ernesto Nieto. This is a series of conversations on the 2017 Great Debate theme, topics, and categories. Today we're going to be talking about the topic of mock trial, one of the newer of the four events where students have a, a case that's put forward before a the Latino community court, and they have to uh, argue both sides. There's a plaintiff, there's a defense. And so I'm going to read the issue proper for trial for this, uh, which is really what the topic is for this particular event. We're going to talk a little bit about it. So the issue proper for trial, it is the finding and order of the court that the only issue proper for trial is... The U.S. Department of Education, through its funding and policy emphasis, supports educational systems that overly emphasize and promote careerism and job readiness. This is causing a negative disruption and or harmful interference with the notion that community leadership and social responsibility are vital means of furthering the emotional, psychological, and academic readiness required for community engagement. Let's let's break this down this topic. Uh, what's the issue at bar and here in the court? I love also, like I do cross X, I love mock trial, Julio, because it is a witness-based competition, as you know, where you have uh, the plaintiff attorney making a case uh, about an injury as a result or harm being caused as a result of an existing practice or policy. In this case, the entity under the microscope, or let's just put it out there, under attack, is the U.S. Department of Education. And the claim is being made here by the plaintiff attorney that the extent to which, and it's, again, let me sidetrack it a little bit, it is related to the overall theme about social responsibility, community leadership, vis-a-vis, uh, careerism and, and and job readiness, that the extent to which the department through our public schools emphasizes that form of learning has a counteractive negative impact on also giving attention to rearing, educating young men and women with a strong outlook towards community leadership and social responsibility. Now, I want to get very specific here for all of the students who are going to be in this category. The, the target of the criticism is the U.S. Department of Education. Keep that in mind. And what, what is being suggested is that through the application of its resources, the Department of Education, either knowingly or unknowingly, is given rise to a kind of attitude among young men and women, and in this case, in this particular case, Latino youth, regarding their social responsibility and community leadership in the community, which we feel is equally as important as the attention we give to academics, the idea of career, and the idea of career, should I say, or the idea of, of, uh, of uh, job readiness. And so you have this kind of argument being raised. The plaintiff attorney has to prove through a witness-based uh, uh, approach uh, that this policy is in fact harmful or potentially harmful. And 
injurious and potentially can cause a lot of injury to the Latino community in general, to society, but in this case, to the Latino community. And if I were in the, the, the attorney or the plaintiff attorney raising this, I would want to show why. What are the specific negatives associated with the current practice? I would want to show evidence of what happens in a society where you have young people who don't care about their civic responsibility or, or sense of community leadership. Or even aware. Or even, or even aware of that responsibility. What happens when you kind of develop a, well, what's going on right now with today's inner cities? What's going on with gang violence? What's going on with people who lose all contact and context for the responsibilities we have to the society in which we live? So you begin to point that out somehow. And there are studies that show, there's research that show that there's a direct relationship between the emphasis we give. It's just like morality in church. The emphasis we give to moral styles of living and life or a direct result of how we live our moral uh, or the moral compass we use to guide our lives. There is a cause and effect. It's the same thing. In, 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 in job readiness or in community leadership, how we learn to focus, what we learn, what we infer, what when we're being taught in the classroom has a direct impact on how we conduct our lives. And if we cut out social responsibility and community leadership, then, then, then we have a problem on our hands because we may become job functionaries or carry out, become jobbers in society, but with no sense of relationship to other people or responsibility to the needs of other people or participating in, there's no reason for us to participate in the civic structures that are there for us to engage in. Let me take a look, let me flip over to the other side. The defendant attorney. The defendant attorney can take one of several positions, it seems to me, and I'm going to maybe draw slight attention without giving answers to what those possibilities could be. It may be that we're at a, we're at a place in our history as an American society, as we make the transition from industrial-based education, assembly line education, industrial-driven economies, to a technology economy, where large and significant retraining is required in order for our society our country as a whole, to remain competitive on the global stage. It may be that it's by necessity that we're having to emphasize careerism and job readiness to, in order to maintain a healthy economy and a global market today, an interconnected market. It may be that the argument can be made that that's a reason we can admit that there's some injury and fallout but not to the extent that, that that attention is being directed at. That may be one reason. There's another way in which the defendant, uh, the defendant attorney can approach this. It can begin to attack the research with other research that shows that included in our overall educational system, attention is in fact being given to, to social responsibility and community leadership. It may not be called that. It may be called other terms. It may be called civic engagement, uh, student community engagement. It may be that schools are practicing days of service in the community. It may be that they're doing other things. It may be that they're doing uh, environmental cleanup projects. Uh, all of those things could add up 
to civic responsibility, to social engagement, to community leadership, to social responsibility. It could be that the argument of the defendant, or the, should I say, the plaintiff attorney, can be weakened in that case. Remember that in the interactive conflict between the plaintiff attorney and the defendant attorney, the defendant attorney does not necessarily have to dominate the view that's being forwarded or be in conflict, it merely has to weaken that case to the extent that the, uh, that the plaintiff attorney cannot make a call for change, very much like in cross-examination. It cannot make its case to the extent that injury and harm can be proven to the extent that they're claiming. And so, therefore, the judge in that case might even agree with the uh, plaintiff attorney, but give the decision to the defendant attorney because the plaintiff attorney was not strong enough in the argument presented. And so there is a gray area in which the judge may understand the point of the plaintiff attorney, but side with the defendant attorney if they can make that case, if I make my point. I wanted to ask, what is the what to you is the relevance and importance of this topic? Uh, you know, we talked in one of our earlier conversations about how a lot of families and regions and and students really break these down uh, at a family setting around the, you know, the kitchen table around Sunday conversations. What this topic in particular would you say is a, a relevance today? I think that in that in with social media, uh, what, what what's going on in our society is that we're tending to lose our sense of collective purpose as a community. Uh, we, uh, a, sense of, a sense of understand the importance of relationships to one another, responsibility to one another. Uh, someone in an urban city uh, gets in an accident, we tend to ignore it and go on to our jobs. Uh, someone is hurting, uh, we tend to look the other way. Uh, we no longer say hello to people uh, we look down as we, it's like ships in, a, in, in the night in a harbor uh, without acknowledging presence of our own humanity. I think that we're becoming an individualized society or have the potential for that. I think we see it in our schools uh, when we go from class to class in our colleges when there's not as much interaction. I don't think that we have as much sense of responsibility or sense of concern for others as we once did. Uh, as we once practiced. And I think that if we overemphasize, at least in my view, if we have a tendency to oversize careers, job, income, material gain, if those things become the dominant needs of our society that counteract in that or convert converse to that, we begin to adopt a me attitude, an entitlement attitude that draws away from the responsibilities that we have shared as American traditions for so many years. And I think they are at risk in today's world. Thank you. This was a conversation in preparation for the 2017 Great Debates, part of the National Hispanic Institute Summer Leadership Academy Leadership Journey. It's our freshman experience. Uh, students really focus on developing their communication skills. And there are four categories, four events. 
each one with its own unique topic and an overarching theme. This was a conversation about the mock trial topic for this coming summer. Uh, recorded here at National Hispanic Institute's home office in Maxwell, Texas. This was Julio Cotto. I was joined by our president and founder, Ernesto Nieto. Thank you again, Ernesto. This will be followed up by another series of conversations on topics and themes. For more information on the National Hispanic Institute, please visit our website, www.nationalhispanicinstitute.org. Call us at 512-357-6137. Find us on Facebook at NHIHQ or on Twitter, NHI underscore news and at Instagram and Snapchat, NHI underscore news. Music by Andres Cotto.